0: Welcome to the Crop Insurance Podcast, the podcast where we dive deep into the world of crop insurance. I'm your host, Mike Rydell, a third generation crop insurance agent, and I'm thrilled to have you join me on this educational journey. At our family owned and operated business, we've been providing crop insurance expertise for generations. Our goal here is simple to educate our listeners. Crop insurance can be complex and overwhelming, but I believe that understanding it is crucial for every farmer. So whether you're a seasoned farmer looking to stay updated or a newcomer seeking guidance, this podcast is for you. Let's take a moment to thank some of our sponsors of the Crop Insurance Podcast. Our title sponsor, the McNeil Insurance Agency, are probably your greatest insurance agents ever. They specialize in federal crop insurance and have since 1979. To visit their website, go to www.greatestagencyever.com. The McMeal Insurance Agency is a proud partner with the crop West Insurance Group. Welcome to part two of the ECO and SCO coverage option podcast. So in today's episode, we're going to be looking at the math behind the ECO and SEO coverage options to help you understand how these programs work for your operation. So for the argument's sake, for ECO and SEO, the expected county or the expected area yield was 53 bushels an acre. If you remember from our previous episode, the ECO coverage band is from 95% on down to 86%. So you're going to take 95% of your area expected yield on down to 86% of your expected area yield. That's going to give you your coverage band and give you a little idea as what's going to trigger a loss in your area. So in this example, 95% of 53 bushels an acre is 50.4. If the area or the county starts harvesting less than that, it's going to start triggering a loss. Once it falls below 86% of the expected area yields, in this this case, 53 times 86% is 45.6. If the bushels per acre in the area come in under 45.6, you've now exhausted your ECO coverage band. It'll pay out all of your coverage. Under SCO, once you hit 86% of the expected area yield, it's going to start triggering a loss and that band of coverage is going to vary depending on what your coverage level is and it's going to go from 86% all the way down to your coverage level and once it gets to your coverage level it has now exhausted all of the SCL coverage and you'll get all of your payment uh, for the SCL program once you start to trigger a federal crop loss. <laughs> Now that we understand when those losses are triggered, let's look at how the math plays out. How do we come up with your exact coverage in terms of dollars on your policy versus your neighbors? So, if you have ECO, it doesn't matter what your coverage level is because that band of coverage is from 95% down to 86. So it doesn't matter if you're at the 85% coverage level, 80, 75, 70, etc. The ECO coverage is the same no matter what. It doesn't matter what your underlying coverage is. So what they're going to do is they're going to look at each unit of that crop you seeded. So this example, let's see, say we seeded three units a week. We've got an approved yield of 60, 53, and 45. What they're going to do is they're going to take your approved yield times the projected price, times your share, whether you have 100% or two-thirds, times the ECO factor to come up with your coverage per acre. So what is the ECO factor? Well, remember, you have your band of coverage of 95% down to 86%. 95 minus 86 is nine. So you're gonna take 9%. So proved yield times price times share times 9% that's where you're gonna come up with your dollar per acre of coverage. So in this example where we had a 60 bushel, 53 and 45 bushel approved yield, the ECO dollar per acre of coverage for the 60 bushel approved yield is $47.36. At 53 bushels an acre approved yield, it's $41.83. And at 45 bushels per acre approved yield, it's $35.52. So i are going to carry that math out. That's your dollar per acre of coverage times your acres. That's your total coverage for ECO. Now, whether or not you have a loss is going to go back to the very beginning of this episode where we discussed your area yield and 95% of 53 in this example down to 86% of 53 If the area yield falls below that, they're going to pay out that percentage accordingly in your band. So once it goes below that 86%, you would collect all of your ECO coverage. So you and your neighbor could be signed up for the exact same program. You're both going to get paid if it falls below 95% of the expected yield in the area. You're both going to get triggered a loss. Now, how much you get paid will depend on what your approved yield is on each of your units versus your neighbors and what your share is in each of your units versus your neighbors. Your neighbor could have, you know, approved yield of 50 and a share of two thirds, whereas you have a 100% share in a 60 bushel approved yield. You're going to collect more on ECO than they would in terms of dollars per acre because you have a higher dollar per acre based on your policy. And again, you're both gonna get paid if the area has a loss. Now, if the area doesn't have a loss, neither of you are gonna get paid. Now, as far as SEO goes, the math is fairly similar. You're gonna take your approved yield, times your price, times your share, times your SEO factor. Now, what's the SEO factor? Well, it's 86% minus your coverage level. So if you were at 70% coverage level, your SEO factor would be 86% minus 70%. That's a 16% uh, SEO factor. And if you're at 75% coverage level, it's gonna be 86% minus 75, that's an 11% SEO factor that you're gonna use. So you can see how that grows and shrinks depending on what your coverage level is. The lower your coverage level, the bigger your SEO coverage factor is going to be because it's covering more of that spread. So you carry out the math the same as you would on the ECO factor or the ECO coverage. It's gonna be the same scenario on how you figure out each line item on your policy and how much coverage you have. And then the loss is gonna be determined very in a very similar fashion. Now instead of at 95% starts triggering a loss, under SCO, 86% of the expected yield is gonna to start to trigger that loss. So once you have 86% of the expected yield, it's gonna start triggering your loss and then once it goes down to wherever your coverage level is, 70, 75, et cetera, once it hits that, then it's gonna pay out all of your SCL coverage. And the last piece to understanding this, which is fairly important, is if your underlying policy is revenue protection, you're going to use that same revenue protection math when you help determine your loss under ECO and SCO. If you have yields protection, it's just straight bushels. There's no adjustments at harvest, it's just the bushels are the bushels. If you have revenue protection and the price goes up, your coverage is going to go up in terms of the dollars but it's going to take a loss in yield in order to trigger uh, a loss, because the guarantee goes up and the bushels produced go up because it's times the harvest price. That's just your basic revenue protection. We've done a podcast on that, so if you don't understand that concept, go back and listen to it. So now if that price drops, your bushels produced are multiplied times the lower number, the harvest price, And your guarantee is still figured out the higher number, the projected price. So it is a very good coverage and a very good program that's also protecting you from a loss in revenue. If the math plays out where you could potentially have a loss if the harvest price goes down far enough. So this is something to remember and consider when purchasing these programs is... if you have revenue protection, you're also getting some downside protection there as well. So when will we know if we have a loss? We're not gonna know until about the springtime once all the production is in, everything's reconciled, that takes time. So we're not gonna know until much later on in the crop year or already into the next crop year. So it's a very difficult decision. These producers signed up for it last fall. They carried through their crop. They harvested it. They're paying their premiums. They're seeding their next crop, and they're not going to know if they have a loss until that following springtime. Well, right now, at the time of recording this podcast, it's the fall, which is the start of the next crop year. So they're going to have to decide if they're going to keep ECO and SCO for next crop season before they know how it played out the previous crop season. It's important to do your research and have an understanding of it before you jump in so that you're making an educated guess when you go to purchase this program, because it is a great risk management program. You just want to make sure you understand all the factors before making a purchasing decision. So make sure you talk to your crop insurance agent Uh, Read more about it on RMA's site. Hop over to our website at thecropinsurancepodcast.com. We have articles on it with different graphs so you can see the math in front of you. And I wish you the best of luck in making your decision. From my family to yours, thank you very much for listening. I sincerely hope that this presentation has been instrumental in enhancing your understanding of federal crop insurance. If you find value in our podcast, we kindly encourage you to subscribe and spread the word among your friends and neighbors. To access further information, please visit our website at thecropinsurancepodcast.com where you'll find the latest podcast episodes, articles, and exciting new features conveniently located in one place. This information is not all-inclusive and is meant to be used only as general guidelines for educational purposes. For additional information, please see Crop Revisions, reference the Crop Insurance Handbook or Loss Adjustment Manual or contact your crop insurance agent. This institution is an equal opportunity provider and employer.